In today's program, we continue our special series, Hearts and Minds Uplifted, a collection of short articles from the book of the same title. These stories by authors from all walks of life illustrate the tremendous personal growth that can be achieved by cultivating one's character through practicing Falun Gong. My Experience Working in a Chinese Restaurant by a Chinese Practitioner in the U.S. I started working in a Chinese restaurant at the beginning of the year 2000. There were all kinds of people with different backgrounds there. One of my classmates, who was familiar with the people working in this restaurant, told me in advance about who was a thief, who I needed to be wary of, and so forth. I thought this would be of no concern for a genuine Falun Dafa practitioner who could easily handle it. What I could do was to change the environment around me. The workers in the restaurant usually rested right after they finished their duties, never thinking of helping others. When I started working there, I helped others every day. They asked me why I did this. I told them that I practiced Falun Dafa and learned from Dafa that I should consider others first in any situation. They were surprised and deeply moved. Since then, the practice of specifying duties to each helper in the restaurant has stopped because of the harmonious relationship among the employees and the fact that everybody is willing to help others. Conflicts between co-workers have also become fewer and fewer. Some Chinese workers at the restaurant who had recently arrived in America could not drive, so I drove them to work and back home every day. Some colleagues tried to persuade me not to do such a stupid thing. I said, if they didn't do this to earn a living, nobody would do these heavy and dirty jobs. We can't just think of ourselves all the time. We also need to consider others. After this conversation, my co-workers kept silent. A customer who frequently visited our restaurant never left tips. As a result, neither the manager nor the employees were friendly towards him. But I treated him the same way as I treated the other customers. Surprisingly, he gave me a $2 tip. All of my colleagues were stunned. I told them, everyone has a compassionate mind. If we did not think of getting as much money as possible from the customer's pocket, the situation would change. My colleagues' minds became less occupied with money since then, and business in the restaurant got better. The manager said that I brought good fortune to the restaurant. Whenever I had a chance, I would introduce Dafa and clarify the truth of Dafa to them. A 40-year-old man who used to be a department director of a university in Shanghai had to work in this restaurant because he could not find another job due to his poor English. Nobody talked with him because they suspected that he was not a good person. I thought I should be responsible for everybody around me, so I introduced Dafa to him. To my surprise, he was immediately interested in knowing the truth of Falun Dafa. I gave him a Dafa book and since then I noticed that he has turned out to be a generous person. 
Three months later, my husband found a job with good pay, so I didn't have to work in this restaurant anymore. Everybody was sad when I left. They said they would like to work with me if I ever run a restaurant someday. The manager and his wife also told me that they would help me whenever I needed it. The chef, whom I barely talked with, said, I've worked here for more than 10 years, and I've never met such a kind and good person like you. I used to be very sensitive about my reputation. If I did not practice Falun Dafa, I would not have accepted a waitress job in a restaurant without complaining. Because of Dafa, I did not feel any fatigue after working hard all day. It is Falun Dafa that created a new life for me, gave me strength, and helped me to discard all kinds of bad notions that are part of many people's lives. Truthfulness, Compassion, Forbearance, Even While Driving a Car by a European Practitioner I climbed into my car. My rear window was adorned with the words, Truthfulness, Compassion, Forbearance. I was in a hurry, so I stepped on the gas pedal harder. I overtook a taxi and another vehicle, not even realizing that I was driving in an erratic manner. When I stopped at a traffic light, another car approached slowly, pulling up beside me and stopped. The driver rolled down his window and said to me, It would be great if you would drive according to the words on the sticker in your rear window. This made me realize what a huge responsibility it is to drive through a city with those three words on my car, to live each second according to those three words. I must not ignore them when I sit behind the wheel. I thanked the driver and promised to mend my ways. Since then, I have been driving more carefully and obeying all the traffic rules. I have to live with truthfulness, compassion, forbearance not only when I am behind the wheel, but also when speaking and in my other daily routines. Those three words are becoming more and more important. How Palandapa Changed a Former Thief By a New Practitioner in China I am 30 years old. I am from Jinjiao City in Laoning Province. I am now detained in a forced labor camp in Jinjiao City because of theft. I have a dark history. I left school when I was only 10 years old. I was sent to the city labor school because of theft when I was 15 years old. Two years later, I was given a sentence of one and a half years in prison as a thief. When I was 19 years old, I was given a prison sentence of 10 years, again because of stealing. I was released in 1996. In 1999, I was given a detention of 15 days for stealing, and I escaped through a window. Ten days later, I was caught and taken back to the detention center and detained together with some Falun Gong practitioners. At that time, the Chinese communist regime was attacking Falun Dafa madly on TV and in the newspapers, claiming that Falun Dafa was harmful to people. Therefore, I was very curious about Falun Dafa practitioners, and I wanted to know how bad they were and whether they were even worse than me. However, the truth was beyond my expectation. They were from all walks of life. There were workers farmers, officials, and doctors. They were detained because they had gone to Beijing to appeal for Falun Dafa or practice the exercises in the parks. They did not look down upon me just because I was a convicted thief. Instead, they told me to be a good person and not to steal and not to do bad things anymore. I was deeply touched by their words. In particular, 
Some of them had no hatred or complaints when they were being cursed at or beaten up by the guards. They always treated those guards kindly and told them about the principles of becoming a good person. I was very surprised and also perplexed. The TV programs had been saying how bad Falun Dafa was. Then how come so many people had become so good after learning Falun Dafa? I had to admit that they were really good people from what I saw. I suddenly felt very regretful that in the past ten years I had committed so many bad deeds. How wonderful it would be if I could be a good person like these Falun Dafa practitioners. Then I told my thoughts to Falun Dafa practitioners in my cell. They gave me a copy of Juan Falun, the main text of Falun Dafa. I finished reading it with great eagerness. Then I had a sleepless night. My past life as a thief for a dozen years appeared in my mind. I had done so many bad things. I remembered that my neighbors had praised me as a kind child. However, when I grew up, all kinds of bad thoughts in society and the desire for money started to pollute me and control me and push me into the abyss. In prison, I had been educated about the laws. Some of the better guards had also tried to help me change. However, these were all useless to me. Those evil thoughts still controlled me, and I could not free myself from doing bad things. After finishing reading Juan Following, I understood that laws and policies in human society could only change someone on the surface, and that only a higher law could change someone's heart and make one become genuinely good. I was really lucky to be able to learn Falun Dafa in prison. I decided to be a good person from then on. Later, I was sent to a labor camp in Zhenzhou City. I was worried very much that I might not be able to meet other practitioners because I still wanted to ask them many questions. Surprisingly, however, I met many other practitioners there. I suddenly realized that Falun Dafa would shed light into every corner of the world. When my family members came to visit me, they became very angry after they learned that I had started to practice Falun Dafa. They said, How come you learned Falun Dafa here? Right now the whole country is attacking Falun Dafa. I told them, you do not understand the truth. Falun Dafa is not like what is said on TV and in the newspapers. Falun Dafa teaches people to become good and is wonderful. However, they didn't want to listen to me. They even threatened that they would not visit me again if I continued to practice Falun Dafa. I started shedding tears on the spot. However, I immediately realized that this was a test for me. I would become a good person by learning Falun Dafa, and in the future, my family members would then know that Falun Dafa is indeed good. I have studied Falun Dafa now for three months. The guards and criminals in the detention center and labor camp all know that Falun Dafa practitioners are good people. I can hardly believe the person I used to be by a Western practitioner in the US. At the young age of seven, I started reading books about everything I could about the universe and our solar system. I read the Bible through and through and felt close to God, and I knew deep within that I must become a better person. At eight years old, I stepped forward in church and received baptism. Still, I felt there was something more, something I needed to do, but what it was exactly, I did not know. As I grew up, my family split apart and eventually my parents divorced. I fell away from Christianity and started going along with mainstream society and materialism. I am from Eastern Kentucky and have only a ninth grade education due to a rebellious and angry temperament. 
I always blamed my parents for all my downfalls and tribulations. I tumbled and lost myself in self-pity and negative associations. My teenage years were chaotic at best, but inside I still had a little divine nature left. At 20, I joined an ancient mystical society and through its teaching learned many things about the world and felt better grounded. I belonged to this mystical society for many years, but it did not keep me from sliding down even further and it never emphasised virtue or how to be a better person. While still clinging to it for protection, I continued my search to find the truth, but everywhere I looked it was not there. Once I felt drawn toward learning something about Eastern thought and read a book on Zen Buddhism, as I read I came to a part that talked about meditating and sitting in silence and enlightening on your own. I remember my frustration with what I read and thinking, Enlightened to what? I put the book down and sadly never picked up any other books of Eastern thought again because I figured that I could not understand them. By the age of 28, I was developing severe allergies and chronic bronchitis, which led me to the hospital, sometimes three times a year, with pneumonia. I was still a member of the Secret Order, the ancient mystical society I spoke of earlier, yet my life had become deplorable. I was depressed and lost. I gave up on finding the way and plunged full force into the big dive out of society. By this time, I had three children. My family life was very strained. I was not an ideal mother. I always lost my temper and always thought of myself first before anyone else. If anyone wronged me, I would surely wrong them much worse to get back at them. I had many enemies. I had an affair to get back at my husband's having an affair, and our marriage never fully recovered. My mother had lived in Saudi Arabia for many years and never knew her grandchildren. She moved back to the US in 1998. She moved to Texas and asked me to move there with her. It took two years for me to agree because my relationship with my mother had always been rocky in the past. We moved in with my mother in July of 2000. My husband and I thought we were leaving our problems behind. We got good jobs working in the telecommunications industry. By September, we moved out and got our own place. Then suddenly everyone was laid off and we lost our jobs. We moved back in with my mother. Terrible fights started between my husband and me and this made things with my mother very bad. I was still involved with the secret order in Texas and would travel to Austin once a month to attend a meeting. I became very close to the regional monitor of the group. I was looking to him to maybe answer some of the questions I had as to the truth of why was I here, but he just wanted to have a physical relationship. I totally lost faith in the order and quit. Something inside of me was waking up. I suddenly had a strange desire to learn Chinese. I started thinking about cultivation practices that I had heard about. I knew that affairs were wrong and I wanted to be moral. I wanted to go to China and find a master to guide me. Where was I going to find one? I couldn't just leave my family and go away. I went to the highest hill in Canyon Lake and just sat there and spoke to whoever was there to possibly listen to my plea. It was a silent prayer to the universe for a way to cultivate back, 
Little did I know that someone was listening. A few days later, my husband, my mother and I all got into a big argument that resulted in her throwing us all out. We had nowhere to go but to a homeless shelter. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. My husband found another job and while he was gone from the shelter to work, the children and I would walk to the local public library. We had access to a VCR and I owned a computer but had no internet access. We would borrow videos and books and CDs. On my second visit to the library, I came across a video entitled The True Story of Falun Gong. I had never heard of Falun Gong, but for some unknown reason, I borrowed it and felt an urgency to watch it. I can remember putting it into the recording and pressing play and seeing the Falun symbol and hearing the music. It dumbfounded me. I was speechless and could think of nothing else but watching the story. In that single instant, I knew I had found what I had been searching for all of my life. I went back to the library and next day to use their computer and look up falendafa.org. I downloaded each exercise onto a disc, took it back to the shelter, put it into my computer, practiced the movements and read the book. Searching the falendafa.org website, I found a group practice site in my area and went there for the first time and met several practitioners. I finally purchased a copy of Zwan Falun and went home and read it all in one day. My husband and I started looking at houses so that we could move out of the shelter. One evening we went to look at a house. We stopped by a gas station to fill up our car and get something to drink. As I was coming out of the store and walking toward the car, a girl I never met before walked up to me and asked me to open my hand. She seemed harmless, so I obliged and she put a huge bug into my hand. I screamed and she started to laugh. The bug flew up into the air and landed on the sidewalk. I picked it up as she went into the store. I looked at it and realised it was one of those fake trick bugs and this made me furious. I got into the car waiting for my husband to get back in with the kids. I was thinking to myself, I must forbear. Isn't this the kind of thing Master Lee talks about in the book? I was still so angry. How dare that girl do that to me? I yelled at her as we drove away and I failed my first big test. I felt very bad afterward. A week later we moved into that house and I continued to go to group practice and study the teachings of Falun Gong. Every day after I came home from the practice, I would sleep for a long time and have loose stools. My body was being cleansed. I coughed up stuff out of my lungs, but I noticed I no longer needed my rescue inhaler and I bravely quit taking the antihistamine medication for a day to see what would happen. I'd taken it for 10 years and could not breathe well without it. I also had a nebulizer because sometimes I had to have deep treatment for my lungs. I went off of it and, to my surprise, I didn't need it anymore. I quit taking everything. My allergies all went away. I'm still practicing to this day. Falun Dafa totally changed my life and I am a different person now. I can hardly believe the person I used to be. I owe my good health and all the positive things in my life to Falun Dafa. Thank you.
my wonderful experiences in the practice of Falun Dafa by a Western practitioner in the US. I work at a Silicon Valley company as Vice President of Marketing and Sales. I'd like to share with you something truly wonderful that has impacted my life on so many positive and healthy levels. It had been a restless night. For quite some time, I had battled insomnia, had endured bouts of depression, was anxious over many issues in my life, and a lot of the time I just felt exhausted and spent. I really longed for rest and some peace and serenity in my life. I had done a lot of work on myself over the previous few years, work dealing with emotional healing and growth, spiritual reconnection, looking closely at patterns of thought, self-image, behaviours, boundaries, and seeking well-being on all levels in my life. I was dealing with the breakup of a 20-year marriage and raising my daughters as we transitioned into a new way of being a family. There was great turmoil and chaos in my career because the company I'd worked for for 11 years had gone into bankruptcy soon after my wife left me. My new relationship with the woman had been fraught with heartbreak and pain. I wasn't a very happy man. I knew the answers lay inside myself and I continued to search. I awoke that morning saying I had to exercise and move my body. I had to try to break this pattern of no energy and low spirits in the morning and throughout my day. I slowly awoke, got dressed, and walked down to the park close to my house and began to walk briskly around the course. As I was walking, I glanced over to my left and saw some people doing what initially appeared to be a form of Tai Chi. As I drew closer, I saw a young Chinese woman holding her hands over her head. She warmly smiled at me and said, would you like to join us? I immediately said yes. There was just a knowingness that this was right. I did the exercises and she helped me to do the first two sets that I had missed. I really liked it and she invited me back the next day at 7am. I said okay. That day I noticed that I could really think clearly and that I felt relaxed and at peace with the world. That night I slept really well. Well, all of this sure got my attention and I knew I would go back again the next morning. Sure enough, the alarm went off at 6.15am, but I was already awake, ready to embrace the day and surely the morning. I was truly excited about going again to the park to do those wonderful exercises. The volunteer assistant and the other practitioners began to lead us in the exercises. I should also mention that everybody was so warm and friendly and their demeanour was very peaceful. We all did the five exercises and I again felt wonderful during and after doing the exercises. I got up every day to do the exercises. I was invited to a nine-day seminar and eagerly attended. I felt so relaxed listening to the master's words. I really liked it and felt excited to learn more and do more of this practice called Falun Gong. Last year, my girlfriend had given me a magazine article about the persecution of people in mainland China who were doing this. Both she and I got on the Falun Gong website and downloaded informational materials. I felt an attraction to Falun Gong even then. I called one of the local numbers and the gentleman said to please come at 5.30am to a park that was far away and do this for two hours. I thought I didn't want to do that, I just wasn't ready at that time. Now I was ready and it was wonderful. I am so grateful that I made the decision to begin after the opportunity presented itself. But honestly, it wasn't really hard to decide. I just knew it was right and I really wanted to do it. I got both the Falun Gong books and started reading. 
and I really liked what they had to say. The material was exciting to read and my mind felt alive and stimulated. Doing Falun Gong and studying Dafa has really had a profound effect on my life in a very positive way. Five simple exercises and three very simple and basic principles guide my daily life. Truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. Very simple, but very profound. I am now much more at ease with some of the challenges I face in my life, both in my relationships and in my job. I notice I am much more relaxed and accepting while dealing with life's daily struggles. I feel like I am at home now on the right path to truth, truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. What great principles to live my life by. Compassion and developing character are very attractive to me and enhance my life on a daily basis. I was always attracted to things that talked about coming from the heart and having compassion for all things. When I began to practice the five Falun Gong exercises, I immediately noticed that I was calmer and more relaxed. My overall mental outlook began to really change in a very positive way. I feel that I have more clarity and mental focus. Because Falun Gong is a very holistic practice that improves and enhances one's mental, physical and emotional well-being, I can honestly report excellent changes on both a physical and emotional level. My emotional outlook is one of feeling much more relaxed and less stressed. I feel better physically and my energy level has increased. I am excited about embracing the day when I awake and I sleep much better. I feel more rested and alert. Physically, I feel that a lot of the stress that I normally carry in my body has been released. My neck and shoulders are less tense and I generally feel a lot more flexible and loose. In general, my life is much more peaceful, and things that used to cause me anxiety and worry just don't seem to have such a strong effect on me now. When doing the exercises, it feels good to relax and quiet my mind and thoughts. I am very happy to be meeting new people and practitioners every week. Every practitioner I have met is a person of strong moral character and is thoughtful and considerate of everyone he or she comes into contact with. I have felt very welcomed by all that I have met. I have always been greeted with a warm smile and encouragement to continue to practice Falun Gong. Mr. Lee Hongzhi, the founder and teacher of Falun Gong, has had a very significant impact on a worldwide level, including on a growing number of practitioners here in the United States, in improving how people relate to each other and live together. The improvement of character and integrity, the development of compassion and consideration for others, and the values of honesty and truthfulness are very sound principles for us all to incorporate into our personal and professional lives. Why are more and more people attracted to the practice of Falun Gong? Why was I attracted to it? For all of the reasons that I have mentioned above, physically, emotionally, and intellectually, I have directly and almost immediately experienced the very positive ways that Falun Gong has enhanced my daily life. I am most thankful that I have learned of Falun Gong and I am most eager and excited to continue on a daily basis learning more and practicing more. I really love Falun Gong. I love doing the exercises every day, going to the discussion group once a week to read and discuss the writings of Master Lee and the wonderful people and practitioners I have met as a result of becoming involved in Falun Dafa. My mental clarity and focus have improved my emotional well-being, spiritual connectedness, sense of acceptance and forbearance to deal with life's challenges have all improved. 
I know I am on the right path of spiritual enlightenment, and that in itself brings me peace and serenity. I am very grateful to have had Falun Dafa come into my life. My life is truly enhanced by my practice of it and the truly wonderful people I have met who practice Falun Gong. My cultivation energy increases each day and my character continues to develop and grow. I am a better man and a better person as a result of this cultivation practice. Thank you for listening to Hearts and Minds Uplifted, a special series brought to you by Minghui Radio. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org. <laughs>